Hi, I'm Sean. And I'm John. And welcome to The Reference, a podcast where two gay aging millennials discuss all things pop. We're not celebrities. And we're not famous drag queens. We're just us. Two kids from California raised in the 80s and 90s. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> like you know i yeah well we're here <laughs> we'll to talk, talk. We're, we're here to talk about wonder woman 84 because we both watched it yesterday um which you know i think it's interesting to talk about the idea that this was a very 2020 mm-hmm. type of event where a movie was released in america to our homes where it was released everywhere else in theaters um and I think, you know, there's something to be said about watching a movie for the first time, a big blockbuster on your TV rather than in a theater. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I kind of took that and understood that. Did you kind of think about that when you watched it? Yeah, because did you see the first one in a theater? I did. Yeah. And it was, I With mean. Victor, remember I took that picture? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I did the um... Wonder Woman pose in the Edwards, Ontario. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> um, I mean, because the first one, I think, was really good. And there was a lot of moments where the audience was cheering and we were like, yeah, because it was, you know, it was different. She was cheeky. You know, there were a lot of moments where she was like, mm, you know, winking at the camera. And we were all like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, So it's weird to be now on your couch. <laughs> watching this movie being like yeah yeah okay you know it feels different i you know it had been delayed for so long and i think that really kind of affected it because we had you know so much anticipation was being built up and then they were like finally like this is what we're gonna do and so you're like okay great now we get to watch it and then you're just watching it in your home you know and you've got your phone and there's just so many like i stopped it you know to do something and then come back and then do something and then come back you know it's a long movie (laughs) it is long i mean i I ended up pausing a couple of times right as well and then i was texting you through it Uh as well which was you know it was interesting to live text the first time seeing a movie but i don't know i think for me ultimately it was a wonder woman movie it is and it's like here's another adventure of wonder woman you know it doesn't connect (laughs) to the rest of the universe in the way that other franchises do it doesn't move the story forward because we already kind of know right what's happened to her so they're like here's something that she did in In the 80s and it was pretty big and you know the world was like collapsed on itself because people were making wishes and (laughs) you know as they do well, I mean, here's the, well, here's the I thing. Mean, yeah. Wonder Woman does not fight Lex Luthor. Wonder Woman does not she, fight like these. I mean, she fights more mystical villains and she yeah. fights like yeah. all of that lore from like Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. <laughs> Atlantis Atlanta. and the Amazon, you know, because she's Amazonian and like all those like right. fabled lands of Greek mm-hmm. yor- lore. But so to me, it was like, this is, you know. Just like in the first one, it wasn't the it was like um, Steppenwolf, right? No, that was no, what Justice movie am I League. Oh, whoops! Justice League was Steppenwolf, <laughs> I think. I'm not a big comic person, so I'm like, I don't know who she fights, you know? Right? Like, I, well, I mean, either I'm just like going off of like the yeah. show and. But in the first one, it was like he was a god right. in disguise. Um, I, from what I remember, I don't think I've seen it since the theater. I so, saw it a couple of times. Yeah, he's he's you? yeah he's it was Aries, right? Aries, yeah. Yeah, and so he's a, and that matches her power. Like she needs people that match her abilities. Right. Hence, yeah. Barbara Minerva. <laughs> Barbara Minerva. Barbara who I loved. Minerva. I loved Kristen Wiig in this movie. Cheetah. Um, I, <laughs> What's I mean, the fastest animal? Or the yeah. cheetah. Next, <laughs> I was thinking of an airplane too. The information desk. <laughs> Should I fake Should I my fake? orgasms? Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I liked her too. I thought she was doing her her Kristen Wiggies, but I, you know, she did like a serious moment. Yeah, 
The thing, I mean, there are things that we can nitpick about this movie. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fun. I was like, I was entertained. There was never a moment where I was like, I can't take it, you know? Right. (laughs) You know, because I'm reading things online that are like, worst movie of 2020. And I'm like, I don't, mm, I wouldn't say it was the worst. I mean, did you see Doolittle? That wasn't, that was a mess. Right. Um. So to call it the worst, I was like, it was fun when they when they bring in a kid for the villain. I'm like, okay, yeah. I know what this is going to be. Yeah. Don't bring in the kid because this man's not going to die. Right. <laughs> spoiler alert! If you haven't seen Wonder Woman, eighty four. Spoiler alert! But that's uh, part of the story was redemption yeah. and but coming to a, your senses. Yeah. And it was a message movie where they talk it out at the end. Which, you know, it's a hit or miss. Listen, and like, yeah, and that's the okay. thing. Like, clearly, like yesterday when I texted you, I was like, this is an allegory, very clearly, right. of the MAGA movement and Trump. Yeah, yeah. And she even has a whole thing where she says, I hate guns, which I was like, ooh, that's going to trigger some right wingers. Crushes those guns. <laughs> um, but, I mean... I'm yeah. sorry. I think it is it is a commentary on a mm-hmm. fervor that's happened in this country yeah. over this last four years. So I mean, Which, I, you know, people the, don't like that, whatever. But it's Wonder Woman. I mean, she's and the setting she, of the '80s is like when this kind of feeling really popped out with yuppies right. and Wall Street and you know living this fancy kind of life and showing off and you know. This kind of money making, Beverly Hills, money, you know. excess, fame, <laughs> glamour. Yeah. These are, we are living in an age. Remember that song? Yes. <laughs> but it's true. It's the excess. It's the American yeah, Psycho and ex- Wolf of Wall yeah. Street, which we'll talk about later. Because right. another thing this movie did was took place in the eighties, which a lot of complaints were it wasn't eighties enough. It wasn't eighties like, enough. But the ba- it, what, I mean, I'll get it. It should not have been called Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. It could have just pl- took place in the 80s, and yeah. that would have been enough. Because what they did, what, the 80s stuff in it was just enough to establish that's where you were. It was the clothes. Basically, yeah. they were like, it's 80s because of the clothes. Because oh. that's really, I mean, you don't really see a lot of vehicles. There's some vehicles, but they're not 80s you know. Yeah. They, people do a lot of walking in this yeah. movie, or running. So, yeah, it was the clothes. It wasn't even in the music, which I said. When they do that big tour of New York, they're playing opera. I know. And that I'm was like, a wasted opportunity. I'm like, you could have played some fun, oh, 80s they, song. They played music at the party scene. Yeah. Uh, and which I was, was good. To, like, figure it out, but I'm like, um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because I know that Kristen Wiig is from this generation that she just mm-hmm. doesn't look like an 80s person to me <laughs> so like even when she's dressed up it looks like she's wearing like she's dressing yeah. up like an 80s person right um so i did find that a little like but again yeah it's a wonder I mean, it woman was, movie yeah. it was it's fun. about a woman with a magical lasso yeah you can't dive deep into right. it because you're like <laughs> what are the rules for this stone because i just <laughs> rules. I, was, I was i was trying to think of that i was like what are the because she brings him back in the body of that just never paid off unless the whole point of that scene was that last awkward scene between her and that man yeah that he possessed and i'm like it was very quantum leap because he looks in the mirror yes. expecting him to go oh boy like okay <laughs> there's yeah. that quantum leap you Which know. when you after you said that in the text, I was like, "Is that was that a wink? Was that That's an homage yeah. concept?" But like, why for yeah, that joke? Like, it doesn't because then you see him as the rest, and you're like, nobody was around for World War One. That would have been like, isn't that the guy that died in the plane? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait know? a minute! Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the man that died in that plane during that thing? Uh, no. Well, let me and just no say... No one had been to her apartment, so no one saw the pictures of him. Right. You know? She was a loner. She, she was, she's been upset since World War One. I, I mean, she is... She, she, she has is not gotten over it. Not letting go. <laughs> she's holding on to that, and she's like, nope. But this is what bothers me, is that... I mean, this is my own personal opinion, but I do not think that Chris Pine is all that. 
I just, I don't find him that attractive. I don't think he's he's a heartthrob. He he does the, like, with the comedy. I like when he does the comedy. I think he's a very nice, a very nice, safe choice of a man. Yeah, that's perfect way to describe it. Um, But I don't think he needed to be in this movie. I don't think it was a necessary element at all. And, like, I would have been fine with her just being single and not needing a love interest or having to even talk about Steve. Um... Because I skipped through the montage. Like, I just kept skipping oh, through it. I was like, I don't need to see him. <laughs> Discovering like, the subway. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, look. And it's like, there were subways. Uh-huh. Like, it's not like the concept of a subway would have been crazy a, to yeah. him. But anyway. 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 All in all, all in all, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was a Wonder Woman movie. But Set yeah, in 1984, 1984. Which brings us back to the 80s. Yeah. Which is an interesting concept, because we were talking about this. This is something that, well, I mean, when we talked about it yesterday, I was like, oh, yeah, they've been doing that, you know, lately with Stranger Things. But also, when you think about it, it really started with The Wedding Singer. It was the first movie that, like, purposely was like, we're doing an 80s movie, not in the 80s. Right. Um, We're going to give, but yeah, there's a difference, I think, with movies like the wedding singer or something like this, where it's like, it's like winks to the eighties, you know, where like, Hey, remember people did their hair. Like, like there's always a character with a crimped hairstyle, you know? Right. Oh yeah. Crimping. Or there's always a character wearing fluorescent, like annoyingly fluorescent, you know, like, Oh, that was big then too. Leggings, big glasses. Legging, big, yeah. Big glasses, dancing, like, you know. Those big, what are those sweatshirts called that have the big neck, the Jennifer Beale, like, big neck opening sweatshirt? Yeah, like Like the flash dance. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, there's that, Which I think Kristen Wiig had at one point when she was, like, fixing herself up and, like, she had that big sweater and the leggings. I was like, really? Like, I get it, they were popular, but you wouldn't wear that, like, in an office? (laughs) (laughs) She was just a nobody. You I know. know. In her own little office. Um, they didn't know who she was. <laughs> Repeatedly, you know. I was like, well, she seems nice. I know. Why is everyone a dick? I know. Until <laughs> she got sexy, and then they were like, yeah, there's Barbara <laughs> Minerva. I know, and then it kind of like tensed on like a little bit too much. I know. When he goes, like, looking good. I was like, uh-uh-uh. This is the 80s, because that would not yeah. fly in 2020. Hey. I go to HR with hey, that. Man. um but yeah like wedding singer is like you know we're in the 80s let's remind you whereas i feel like stranger things doesn't necessarily overdo the 80s i feel like it's i think it does it better well i I think there's two groups of people making these and i think the wedding singer was done by people who were teenagers and adults Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. 80s Stranger Things, all these were being made by kids in the eighties. Like right. the 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 Duffer Brothers were kids in the eighties. So yeah, it's a very different perspective. Same thing with it. I would imagine Chapter One. Right. Whereas like, that had a few winks, like the new kids thing and whatever, right. which was fine. But yeah, like it's yeah, it's the difference between this is an eighties film. We're gonna remind you that we're in the eighties and we're gonna talk funny and we're gonna you know. Yeah. We're going to wear crazy outfits like Michael Jackson's red outfit from Beat It. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to have like crazy curly hair, you know, whereas yeah. Stranger Things, it's not it's not a constant smack in the face. <laughs> the 80s, you know? It's not, but it is pretty integral yeah. to what's well, going uh, on. This last season with the mall. Yeah, that was a big. Yeah. Remember the mall in the 80s, you know, remember shopping, remember shopping. <laughs> shopping remember going to the mall uh i because i watched that and it, it it did i think they did it in a way that it, i felt like i didn't go oh yeah i remember that where i'm like oh my god yeah i remember going to the mall as a kid with my family and eating in the food court as like a food night out like we go out yeah. every friday night and it would be like someone got to pick and it would be like burger king or you know baker square and mm, bigger square. <laughs> square that peanut butter pie um but um yeah we used to go to the mall just to eat at the food court and i would get like sabaro or mm. something every time i was like i want that sabaro um, i know I, I i mean 
it definitely was because like when they showed the the main like set mm-hmm. and you saw like the sam goody store and you yeah. saw the food court and you're just like oh my god that is yeah. the every mall yeah sam yeah like record stores remember suncoast mm-hmm. movies oh yeah so expensive i know <laughs> it's way and too sam goody goody got it <laughs> I, or uh and i noticed in the background at wonder woman they had a b dalton bookstore <laughs> i was like b dalton's i used to love that course like oh my favorite store in the mall was a bookstore i'm a nerd nerd i love i was uh mine was always sharper image i was a nerd too oh. i was like i always wanted to play with like all the like high-tech toys I was like, <laughs> or brookstone yeah, Brookstone. What was the the board game store? Do you remember that board game store? There was a board uh, game yes, store. I do know what you're talking about. Well, I don't know if it was the same one. Did do they ever open a KCET or like a PBS store around it was, you? We had like a Discovery Channel store. Yeah, at Fashion mm-hmm. Island in Newport, oh. they had a like KCET, which I guess KCET is a Southern California yeah. channel. But it was like a KCET store, which was like that, where it had like puzzles and games yeah. and like. Um, but I know what you're talking about. It was all board games, and I can't remember what it was. But yeah, I forget what it was called. It was like yeah, board game. It was like all these chess chess sets with like Simpsons chess, and I was like, <gasps> but I didn't know how to play chess. I just liked the pieces. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually now that we're talking about it, I guess I would say that the Wonder Woman mall scene seemed pretty much like oh, we're gonna like capitalize on. Stranger Things, like, they seem to have a success with the mall concept. Because, I mean, it looked very similar mall setup. Right. Um, I mean, another example is, like, American Horror Story 1984. Oh, God. Where they were like, let's crimp her hair. She's in the 80s. You know? Yeah. That that feeling where they... I just feel... Um, I have a friend of mine is now, she is going through, she's, she had never watched American Horror Story and she's just going through all the seasons now and she's like texting me as they go and I'm like, oh, just you wait. Yeah. <laughs> it gets wacky because yeah. she's in hotel right now and she's like, what is going on? I'm like, it just, just keep going. Yeah. Hotel makes sense in comparison to 84. Yeah. Hotel. Yeah. 84. I felt like they were just like, they just put that on a like cork board 1984 go and you were like okay where it was it was i mean i don't want to get into a critique about it (laughs) but why not i don't know (laughs) yeah why not it was just like every concept started and then it ended and it was i don't know by the end of it i was like what happened well i think it's a perfect example of when You've got again. Well, this is Ryan Murphy in general. You've got a good concept, mm-hmm. but just it's just a big mess. I think with American Horror Story 1984, it was so like like you said, it was like pushed in your face. Like this is what we're doing. This is the 80s. Yeah. Look, they're they're friends because they work at a fucking yeah. jazzercise. They, you know yeah, what I mean? They're like, meeting a jazzercise place. They're all doing the like the you know the right. call on me video. <laughs> and then yeah, <laughs> you know, thrusting the hips, being like. Woo! sweating you know and, and the then, night stalker yeah. and like all this stuff but that's like it was it didn't work because it was just it was it was partly that but it was also partly i mean this is a side critique but it wanted to do a friday the 13th type of thing mm-hmm. but like it was just bad and like the killer like mr jingles and all that stuff like it just wasn't it wasn't the killer he wasn't the killer he was, <laughs> it was just, that woman <laughs> yeah it was what's her name leslie leslie grossman grossman who i love but i know she's um, great you know she'll just do it she's like fine um, i like all the actors in it yeah. like i i think the actors did fine with what they had i love I think billy lord and Emma as Lewis. the american horror story goes on the rules about ghosts oh god i know really gets to the point where you're like they're just people yeah <laughs> they're like... just people that aren't can't die anymore because they were yeah. dying so they're dead but they're physically in front of you and can stab you so... yeah <laughs> and they can have sex and they can have sex but they're just trapped in a place. That's right. the thing, you know. They're not. Which basically is describing everybody in 2020. Basically, yeah. <laughs> we're all trapped. <laughs> basically, we're all trapped. We could stab each other at any point, you know. Tensions get high. 
Um, <laughs> thank God we have Wonder Woman 84 to distract That's right. Us. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, we can save American Horror Story for another pod. Well, yeah, um, I mean, I, I think we wanted to talk, because we, we were discussing Wonder Woman 84, but we decided mm-hmm. to kind of generally discuss the concept of doing the 80s and we, yeah. in present day. So I went through, I was trying to... Mm-hmm figure out a list and i obviously did stranger things with american horror story mm-hmm. talked about the wedding singer um but i think like to your point um the more recent movies are just a little different so i was also mentioning wolf of wall street which i think mm-hmm. actually was one of the best ones yeah to do the 80s without throwing it in your face yeah yeah i think so too i love that movie that movie Me is too. great steam <laughs> <laughs> like on the, I think it's one of Leo, I, you know, I'm a huge Leo fan. Yeah, huge. And so I love when he's just like willing to do. Because I always see him as like, I'm like, do you think he's just like, mm, you know? But when yeah. he does physical comedy and like all that thing with the car and trying oh, to yeah. open it, I'm just like, God bless you for just you know throwing yourself 200 percent into a role like this and just being willing to, you know. Oh, I love him. Um, but yeah, I mean, that really, I mean, again, that's like, you know, the the boom of the yuppie and the excess and, you know, Beverly Hills. Because when you think about movies that were actually made in the 80s, you know, Beverly yeah. Hills was such a thing, like such a place. I love it. That you wanted to visit. I remember driving, because, you know, I was born in Northern California. I remember Mm -hmm. on a trip to Southern California driving down Rodeo Drive and being like, oh my God, you know, (laughs) like as a kid, because it was supposed to be this really important place. Oh, I know. Going to Hollywood and seeing the stars on the street, which now you go and you're like, this is trash. You know, know, like it's disgusting. But at the time, it was such a, you know, I mean, I love, Absolutely. I love that concept. And it was all about spending money and living rich and buying things and, you know, fancy cars. And that's what you wanted to be. That was your, you know. Your well, thing. I think it's because it was a true story. And so yeah. because it was a true story, it was more of a period piece and not mm-hmm. not a, like, gimmick um, right. to be in the 80s. But, yeah, I mean, I going back to what you're saying, like, I think uh, Pretty Woman – is mm-hmm. like a huge like her shopping trip to me mm-hmm. is like the ultimate early 90s late 80s beverly hills yeah i remember when i was a kid because i grew up in southern california obviously but i didn't frequent beverly hills <laughs> as a child you just yeah, um, walking with your shopping i was in the suburbs the <laughs> but you know when our relatives from back east would come right. visit we had to do all the la things yeah. and so you know when i remember this one trip in the early 90s our res- relevant i can't talk relatives from tennessee came and we took them to like the hard rock cafe at the beverly center oh. and we went to um rodeo drive and all that stuff and you're just like i was loving it because it's just like it was like a movie set because yeah. it was like these and it looked like a movie set because these places really look fanciful and like mm-hmm. opulent and stuff so and yeah i love that, that I, like walking distance of the beverly center now and i'm like oh yeah you know i know you li- <laughs> i know you basically live there now you live yeah. in west hollywood right right next to it <laughs> like i can walk there like i've walked you know yeah. Um, I know, which is so weird because um, uh, even taking a like I I haven't been to Beverly. I don't really have a need to go to Beverly Hills that much. Um, no. now I'm just like, uh, it's, it's just not a the famous same. place. It's yeah. not really a, that special. It is like true Beverly Hills. Oh my god. Oh like, yeah. Oh duh. Yeah. Know, true Beverly Hills. True Beverly Hills. Like she was fabulous. Like she lived the life, and you were like, wow, and. You know, it wasn't seen, you know, we've gone to a point now where it's like, you know, it's turned the corner about rich people. And right. Like, you know, we, yeah. now we're like, boo. But um. <laughs> that is interesting. It is interesting because it's like in the 80s, yes, we celebrated wealth mm-hmm. and excess. And now like celebrities are like, I gave all my money to da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm vegan and I'm doing transactivism, which is great. I mean, I'm yeah. glad that they're all like. Yeah, it's yeah. a different type of rich person, though. Yeah, it had to. I mean, there's still trust. I mean, I'm still there's there's plenty of people that are still opulent, and live that life. The right. Trumps, but <laughs> you know, like yeah. Oh, but yeah. like I'm just saying that I would say that the West Coast 
LA rich people are definitely much more progressive than they were in the 80s. Yeah, except for Beverly Hills because they voted. That's true. That's true. Red. I shouldn't get too crazy. Um, they're terrible. Um, uh, you know, they're still stuck in that that time. Um, but why don't we do this? Um, so I think we've got a good established uh, intro. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to take a break. And when we come back... Let's kind of go through the list that we compiled and talk about which we think work the best. I think we already gave away one of those. Yeah. Um, and which don't work and okay. uh, why. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> See you in a bit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. okay. Back to the 80s. So we are back. And we're going to uh, further talk about pop culture and the recent 80s trend. Thinking about different uh, movies and media. We talked about Wolf of Wall Street um, mm-hmm. as one of the, the best. I would say another one where I think it was the best was 200 Cigarettes. Yeah. And, but I think that that one falls in the same vein as Wedding Singer. It does. Where yeah. it's like... It's 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 people from the eighties that were teens being adults in the eighties as they saw them, you know? Right. So I mean that movie I haven't seen in years. You can't find it anywhere. You can't right? find it anywhere. I've looked for it everywhere. I love that movie. Remember I saw it I won tickets <laughs> on Y one oh seven, the K Rock knockoff in LA in the late nineties, to see the screening of this film. I took my friend Brady from high school. We drove to Paramount Studios from Glendora, California. Yes! We went to Paramount <laughs> Studios. I drove in like Norma Desmond. <laughs> and we went to the screening, and I got the soundtrack as swag, and I also got the Blondie album that they released <laughs> with the Maria. Oh, you see you've got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I'll do the 200 Secret soundtrack. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think, I mean, it's I think it's one of the most underrated. Oh, yeah. Films. It is so good. So good. Yeah, it's one of those intersecting stories. Everyone. One night only story. Way. Yeah, it's like everything is it happening a New at one Year's night. Party or it is, is. It Christmas? Okay, it's New Year's. It's a New Year's. Year's, yeah. But they still have their Christmas stuff up because I just see, yeah. I always see Martha Plimpton dancing to Felice yeah. Naughty Dot or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's great. It's a great cast of like, I mean, just a different assortment of Courtney Love. Paul Courtney Brett, Love, Christina um, Ricci, um, Gabby, Gabby Hoffman, Hoffman, Martha Plimpton. What was the um, line that was in all the trailers? Dave Chappelle. I'm sleeping at your house. <laughs> I can't call your mother. I can't call your mother. She thinks I'm sleeping at your house. <laughs> that was in every trailer. <laughs> say it all the time. She thinks I'm sleeping at your house. I was like, yeah. Janine Garofalo, mm-hmm. Kate Hudson, Jay Moore. That um, was like one of first. That was like one of Kate Hudson's like. First. It was her first movie I'd ever seen movie. her in. Yeah. I fell in love with her in that movie. I know. I she was so good. Her. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, oh, Casey Affleck? Yeah. So, and who is the one girl who And plays... Ben Affleck's in there. He's like a bartender. Isn't That's he? right. He's ben Affleck is in there. Yeah. And then the two girls that Ben Affleck talks to, the black girl and the white girl. That oh, are like, yeah, there's... yeah. Who plays the white girl? She was. She played the maid in the Seinfeld episode where he's dating the maid. Oh, I forget. I can see them, but I forget who played. Yeah, because yeah, they're kind of like the, the eighties like girls, like party yeah, girls, they're like yeah, they? yeah, yeah. But yeah, so if you haven't seen Two Hundred Cigarettes, please check <laughs> it out. If you can find, find yeah, it. if you find <laughs> yeah. it, also email us. Um, I mean, we're gonna have to, a, we're gonna set up an email too. I forgot to tell yeah. you, we gotta. Set up I feel an email like for this that podcast. has to have its second, like people like that's I. Uh, I don't know if it has the cult classic status yet. I think not enough people talk about it, but I think right. that one needs to be rediscovered. Yes. And listen, I've been trying to find and like do <laughs> like TikToks about it because I want right. to like, especially because it's New Year's this week. And mm-hmm. so, um, I'll, I'll keep searching. I'll, I'll, yeah. I, haven't, I mean, I've casually looked for it. I haven't like done a deep yeah. dive. So yeah. What about you? Do you got one that you think works particularly well besides Wolf of Wall Street and I mean, Cigarettes? I thought... I mean, because it's weird. When you think about It Chapter 1 and how this movie was set in the 80s because the first, you know, iteration 
the made for TV or the book was like the fifties. And in the eighties, the fifties, the fifties were to the eighties, like the eighties are to now, you know, right. where it's, it's now we're it's that 30 year, which is now it's 40 years. I swear to God, but are the nineties just not interesting enough to kind of. No, they're, they're coming back. No, they're coming back. Yeah, they are. In fact, I've been noticing, especially on TikTok, the Gen Z obsession with the nineties. Yeah. Um, Cause the 90s well, if there's a millennial, mishmash. yeah, like millennials, well, nineties millennials, which are not us. Um, who are like doing a bunch of nostalgia now and kind of bringing that back. So I think, I think that it'll follow the same trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think we're, the nineties, what the, the there's two things you can do with the nineties, you can either do Saved by the bell or Nirvana. There's, right. I mean, to me, that's like, there's only two types yeah. of nineties, either neon and like, crazy like trapper keeper and fresh prince of bel-air and like Mm -hmm. pop like family friendly stuff or there's like the grunge reality bites empire records 90s i always think too like with this 80s you know 80s focus like being an adult in the 80s and seeing these movies because we were clubs we weren't going you know we were kids and we were watching tv and we were you know playing with like 80s toy like you know all these things so i would it be different for an adult to watch the wedding singer and have like a different reaction and be like oh yeah that was totally me you know because it's about adults like how is it do you understand what i'm saying not really (laughs) explain it again because we were kids in the 80s you know so Mm -hmm. our vision of the 80s is one thing but to be an adult in the 80s and then see these movies redo the 80s, would they have a different view of what they're watching in the screen? Because our view was so limited being kids. You know, we weren't going out. We weren't, you know, dating in the 80s. We weren't, you Speak know. Speak for yourself. Kind of I had a girlfriend. First grade. <laughs> I was married <laughs> in the first grade to a woman. So... To a woman. To a woman. <laughs> we went and saw Lady and the Tramp together. Oh my gosh. I was the lady. <laughs> Tramp. Did you call her Pidge? Did she call yeah. you Pidge? Yeah. Hey, Pidge. <laughs> um, yeah, it didn't. And then this girl, Alexandria, I don't remember her last name. She told the entire first grade class. Humiliating. And then but do you want to like, date? That we were married. Oh my god! <laughs> we had a, I had a ring and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard this. Her name was Lauren. Um, like my sister. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to trigger anything, but um, yeah, she, yeah, we were briefly, briefly married for a time, and then I swore off women forever <laughs> from age six. No more of that. No more. Of that. But to your point, I mean. I, I like if you think about it, they make movies about the early two thousands. Yeah, like when we were in our twenties. Mm-hmm. Like what we were experiencing in the early two thousands was vastly different than what a four year old was experiencing in the right. early two thousands. Oh my god! And so, like, yeah, like to them, and it's interesting because, like, I hear kids like, "Oh my god, do you remember?" And they're remembering their their kid stuff. So yeah. they're like, they're like. Blues Clues and like all of the like shows that were on when we were adults um, already. And so to your point, like in the 80s, we think of He-Man and the Smurfs and Ghostbusters. Um, But to adults, they're thinking Dallas and Mm -hmm. Cars and Reagan and the Olympics and Soviet Union falling and like style and all that stuff. And it's hard, too, because the 2000s, I mean, technology, like, zoomed in this whole period. Whereas, right. like, you know, the 80s, it was still, like, handheld phone in your kitchen, you know, like, yeah. the technology. So, I think these 80s really play with that concept. And, I mean, now, like, like uh, doing a movie set in the 80s, 
they can play with that idea of the lack of technology because you do something now they're like why don't they just text him on the phone you know yeah. there's always something of like in a horror movie where someone loses their phone or their phone gets thrown in a punch bowl you know like the yeah. new halloween they were like boop you know yeah. like can't use your phone because you know which made i mean now it's just like why don't you just you know everything yeah. is like <laughs> just look it up on your phone just look it up bring up a map on your phone you know whereas 80s they can be like we're lost we have no map we don't know what to do you know so i think it's easy because now it's just everything well let's so talk it's weird to, yeah i was gonna say well let's talk about movies that don't like that don't do that well or maybe right or shows that haven't like what do you i mean we talked about wolf of wall street and mm-hmm. 200 cigarettes and as good and then I don't know. I don't. I think we. I don't think we dove too much into Stranger Things um, as bad. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, you said that you're familiar with the Goldbergs. How how well do the Goldbergs do? Goldbergs is fine. It's 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 very nostalgia based. I mean, it's moved on to now. Everything is kind of. I haven't watched it in a while, but I know that everything, every episode is kind of based on a, on an eighties movie. Like they did vacation where they took a road trip to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do like space balls, you know, it's really, and they always begin with it's 1980 something. So it's not like they can pull something from 1987, even though, you know, and mash it with 19, like, it's just, it's eighties chaos. You know, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason to where they're, they're just, it's, uh, if it happened in the eighties, they're going to do it on the show, no matter what year it is. Time has no, you know, they're getting older and going through school and everything, but the eighties references are, you know, everywhere. And I think, you know, as the show goes on, like there's only so much, 80s right. you can do it's a funny show it's a really really funny show i think it's done really well and i think um a lot of the actors it's one of those shows where a lot of the actors just scream their lines <laughs> yeah. you know they always have one actor that just yells the entire time and you're like it's funny um uh, but there's a lot i mean it's the more you watch it it's it's the formula where you're like this is gonna happen and then this is gonna happen and then they're gonna get into a fight and then they're gonna make up they're going to get into a fight. They're going to insult the mom, and then they're going to make up. But the, the mom is really good. It's, um, what's her face from uh, Bridesmaids and Reno 911? Oh, Wendy McLevin. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She's really perfect. Um, well, it's like, I feel like that's what, because, I mean, do you remember the, uh, that 80s show, which was the spinoff to that 70s show? I that never was like, watched it. No. It had, <laughs> it had um, Dennis Reynolds from Glenn Howerton play. Oh, did it? Her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but it's interesting because it didn't work because it was too soon, I guess people were thinking, but now the Goldbergs is basically that same show. Right. You know what I mean? Like obviously the difference real life, because at the end, I don't know if you know this, but at the end of most of episodes, he, he plays like he'll, the subject in whatever storyline is happening in the thing, or they'll bring up a character or whatever, whatever. At the end, he plays his actual home movies of his childhood and he'll point out to the people who the character in the episode was based on so if it's like one of his aunts he'll have video footage of one of his aunts in the 80s and be like ding like this is her this is her doing her thing this is what we base that episode on so that's like the most like you always wait for that part in the Hmm. um in the episode because you're like i want to see what they did because he i mean it's based on adam goldberg's life so it's like he did you know he was like a little nerd that wanted to make movies and like he did all this stuff and he was really into like you know star wars and all, alien and all the 80s movies you know at the time so was 80s 70s alien 70s well it was the first alien was 79 i believe but then aliens was 86 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, we have to pause yeah, they... for a second. Hold on, we have to pause. Oh, snap! All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, I guess I uh, need to check out the Goldbergs. Would be uh, the moral of this story. <laughs> it's fun. It's, yeah, it sounds it's like it. easy. It's fun. She's great. Um, Another one that you know that I don't know as well is Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, I love Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, I've seen it once. And, and I enjoyed just, it. Yeah, and that's just pure wacky. 
Yeah. But that's also based on like the eighties idea of, you know, summer camp. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, meatballs and all that stuff. Summer camp. Is it is summer camp? Like a, I don't know if it's a big California thing. I feel like it's an East coasty. Um, is it? I mean, or, I went to Boy Scout camp. So I, yeah, mean, I went I to d- Boy Scout day camp, but nothing where I, well, yeah, nothing where you, you spent camp. like two months. Right. Right. Whereas yeah. like these, yeah, back East, it seems like, like, I always think of like upstate New York, I guess because of Adam's family, but like, <laughs> um, of just like, trap, like, or yeah, where they yeah. just, they go for extended time and those, they do exist, but you're right. I don't know. It was really just never, I didn't know how people got involved in those. It never, like, none of my friends did it. I don't even know how you would do it, you know? I think churches probably have. Oh, yeah. Big church camps and stuff like that. But could that. you imagine going away for two months to summer camp? Well, it's interesting you say that, because my Aunt Carrie, remember, she used to, every summer, she cooked at a summer camp for UCLA oh. um, up in the, Mount, like, by Mount Wilson. Mm-hmm. And so she would, so she worked for the San Dimas um, school district through the school year. And then she would go up and she'd be the cook um, for the camp up there. Camp Singing Pines. Camp Singing mm. Pines was the name of it. Yeah. Um, it was a Girl Scout camp and then UCLA bought it and it was, they called it UCLA Unicamp. That's where my Uncle Bob got those like camp shirts. The one that said, <laughs> I got it for the audience. My Uncle Bob is a very tall, like just bearded oh. man, like. He's just, you know, very, he's a very sweet man, but just, he just moves slow and he's kind of gruff and grumbly. And he was wearing these like summer camp shirts from the nineties. And one of them said, it's all good, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one said, uh, what was the other one? Oh God, I can't remember. But my favorite one was, it's all good, baby. And your cousin would make fun of him when she. Yes. Well, me and my cousin, Jamie, we added the baby to it. But anyway, so yeah, summer camps do exist. We went to science camp in fifth grade. Yeah, for like a week. For a though, week. Right? Yeah. Yeah, with your class. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't, I don't know if I would, I mean, if forced for two months, I think you would get used to the idea. I was like, this isn't for me. <laughs> you know, a week away, I was like, uh. I loved it. Did you? I did. I don't know. I just, I liked I liked being with my school friends, not at school. Like I liked, I liked when we did field trips in general. And so, and where we stayed, well, also the well, camp I that I went trips. to. You just didn't like being there for a long time. I just, yeah. I just didn't like sharing a cabin with other. Well, here's the deal. I also was 12 at the time. Right. And my cabin master, Brian, who I have photos of. <laughs> Is this going to get erotic? <laughs> I mean, he didn't know it was getting erotic, but it was erotic for a 12-year-old Jonathan Dempsey. Um, I was in love with it. I mean, he was, like, a college student, and he was, like, the only, like, older person in the cabin, and... There was one. There was a Jacob. His name was... It's all coming. It's all coming. Like, it just... It it was, like, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Like, it just... It just, right when you said that, I was like, there was a guy named Jacob. He had the middle part in his hair. You know, the Devon Sawa. Oh, yeah. The 90s middle part. He was cool. He liked this other girl named Krista. And we were all like, you guys like each other. You know, <laughs> kids. I thought Chris, Krista was like a cool girl. And, I, you know, she was like, you know, like the teen. And she was like cool. And she knew stuff. So I was like, you're my friend. You know, I liked, she was in my hiking group during the day. Yeah. And I remember one thing we had to separate and I was like stuck with her and we were just like, you know, gossiping and everything. Uh, I think it was hard because I was different. I was a different special boy. So I think <laughs> just being away and out without the comfort of my house and my room, yeah. you know, I had a, a struggle with that. It was like, I don't want boys to make fun of me, you know? Yeah. And it was like woodsy stuff. And I was like, I don't know how comfortable I am with <laughs> the woods. I just like, you know, when it was like, we had to pick an activity, it was like, capture the flag or like, sit by the lake and draw. I was like, I'm drawn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, none of that athletic shit for me. Anywho, I digress. Did you do the thing where you walked at night and and broke mints in your mouth? Yes, we did that. And your teeth sparked. Yeah, we were like, ooh. And they were like, okay, 
either you do this or you you know you can either you can either sit by yourself for five minutes or whatever it was or sit with the group and I was like I'm staying with the group because here's the other thing <laughs> we as a class I think it was around Halloween time watched the Disney film Watcher in the Woods starring Betty Davis have you ever seen this movie um I mean, I know it. I know it's terrifying. I have seen it's, it as a kid, but I haven't seen it recently. We watched it as a class. I think maybe in fourth grade we watched it as a class. And it's scary because they play Ring Around the Rosie. This girl disappears. Her ghost is showing up in mirrors and shit. So we all were like traumatized. So when we went to science camp the next year, we were like in the woods. They, they couldn't find this one girl. I think she was like thrown up in the bathroom, you know, because kids throwing up randomly at that age. But they couldn't find her. And this one girl came up to me and she's like, they were playing ring around the Rosie in the woods. And I was like, Oh my <laughs> God, like I, and it was before the night hike. And I was like, no. So they were like, you can sit by yourself for five minutes in the dark and just like observe, or you can sit. And I was like, I'm staying with the group. I'm not going to sit by myself. <laughs> I'm going to start appearing in portraits and whatever the mirrors, where the hell she is. Cause yeah. I always get that confused with uh, the witches with the little girl in the painting. Uh, no, that is also very traumatizing. Yeah, that was that was scary. I did not enjoy that because the, they painted her to look like she was scared. You know, <laughs> when they show her staring yeah. out of the thing, she and was. As a child, I did not. I had a problem with children getting separated from their families. Yeah, you know, there's a scene in like Jaws two where Jaws eats the mom, and they're screaming "mom," and it fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> For years, where I was yeah. like, I don't know what I would do, you know. But yeah. <laughs> this is like <laughs> reliving my trauma. I know it's turned into a therapy session. Back to the eighties. <laughs> here, I'm well, smiling. hey, it's all listen. This all took place in the eighties. So. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> so I love what Hot American Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Moral that's of that a story. Great film. But that's just pure comedy and zany wackiness. You know, they do have. They make fun of 80s in their style and fashion, but it's like an overdone kind of, you know, yeah. it's a big improv troupe just doing, going crazy. Um, another one you have listed is American Psycho. Yes, American Psycho, which I think did it well mm -hmm. um, because, I don't know. I mean, I guess I was thinking about this. To me, the most like 80s movie of all time to me like if it like, that checks all the boxes is mm -hmm. working girl oh yeah <laughs> working girl checks all the boxes new york in the 80s mm -hmm. um sigourney weaver's in it harrison ford's <laughs> in it melanie yeah. griffith's in it. like three of the biggest stars of the 80s joan cusack it. joan cusack's in Alec it baldwin it's like an all-star cast but yeah but i mean just like the whole premise of mm -hmm. like the commute into manhattan and working you know like all that mm -hmm. but anyway like, to me, that's, like, the quintessential. So, American Psycho, to me, felt a lot like that. It's very much like Wolf of Wall Street, where you just, like, you can tell that this is somebody who lived in New York in the yeah. 80s, who knows exactly what it was like. Um, but I, I think what I love about it is the Huey Lewis in the news scene, uh, when he kills the guy, um, when he plays... Susie um, Studio. Doesn't he play... Oh, no, that's the threesome scene. Yeah. Uh, when he plays Got Huey it. Lewis. It's hip to be square. Hip to be square. That's right. When he's like, he he's was, like yeah, dancing he was, around. Yeah, he does that little back kick. He's like, yeah. before he kills Jared Leto, right? Before yes, he, it was yeah. Jared Leto he killed. Yeah. Um, but see, another movie. It's like it's like if you're in a if you're making an '80s movie about adults, it's about corporate. It's about Wall Streety. It's about you know that yeah. thing. If you're making an '80s movie about kids, it's about riding your bikes. It's Toys. about hanging out. As kids, it's about some kind of super, maybe super natural or some kind of, you know, it's this different kind of, you know, thing. But that's what was established, though, in the 80s. I think I feel yeah. like the 80s was the first time that they had, that they gave kids something to do in movies other than just right. be there. I mean, I guess you could say The Exorcist was probably the first time they gave a child <laughs> something to do. Yeah. But if you think about, like... The first kids movie, like, was, I would say, like, the Bad News Bears, the late 70s, things mm -hmm. like that. And they were just kind of misfits. 
Right. Whereas, like, in the 80s, it was, like, ragtag banding together to outsmart adults or right. outsmart a supernatural kind of a thing. Yeah. But, like, doing it themselves, not right. needing the help of an adult. We're going right. to do this ourselves. Adults will just get in the way or they or they're, they don't believe them. And it's that whole idea of, like, oh, that's not, you know, like, right. we've got an alien. They're like, no, you don't. Well, you're crazy. Yeah. So it's that kind of. You know, a monster. Well, and like squad. the explorers, they build a spaceship by themselves. Like, <laughs> you ever saw the explorers? Don't yell at me. I don't like it. Well, I'm just shocked. <laughs> I've never seen it. I know. Hey, I watched, we watched a lot of different movies as kids. <laughs> we watched Back to the Beach a lot. <laughs> I watched Back to the Beach too. So, what were 80s movies like? If So, if you have the kids, it's usually like, you know, I always just see bicycles. I'm like, kids riding bikes, you know. Adults mm-hmm. who've got corporate. Like, what were teen 80s movies about? It was about angst. early coming of age. Yeah, angst. It was all, I think, John Hughes. Like, when you think of 80s teens, yeah. it's John Hughes. So it's that kind of... Moody. Deep. Yeah. Parents are distant. Mm-hmm. Um, like, parents are focused on yeah. money and jobs and... Ignoring their kids. Yeah. You know, like Sixteen Candles. I mean, that whole movie is about her, right. Her I know birthday yeah. being forgotten. It's her I mean, birthday. <laughs> but is the wedding on her birthday? Yes. Okay. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's the next day. It's the next day, but still, yeah. it's the day before they forget it. Yeah, they forget her birthday. So I mean, um, what? What? I mean, we talked about what did what? What? What hasn't been the best? I mean, we said American yeah. Horror Story wasn't good. Is there anything else we're missing that is just not done a good? 80s um, job i mean but how do you define it like because they present i think they're very knowledge about what they're presenting you know like wedding singer they're like we're present it's we're presenting the 80s we're presenting you know this is the 80s whereas like stranger things are like it's taking place in the 80s but the 80s isn't essentially a character you know where i feel I like these i agree things, with that though you don't think, I mean, I think the season three with the mall, yeah, a little bit, but I think season one, season two, I was like, I get the nostalgia feel because it's kids on bikes, it's not technology, you know, they're nerds, they're, you know, they're doing this thing, but I don't feel like the 80s was like, I felt like it was just the time period it's set in, but like the 80s isn't really like a, a character, like it's not... I feel like that's half of the drive. They're like, hey, this takes place in the 80s, but, and we're going to do everything like it. Like the opening credits is very like, you know, it's very that style of, you know, and the music and everything. But well, I guess, I, if you I can't, like it's, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you, go ahead. No, I feel like if it had been premiered in the 80s, people would have been like, fine. Whereas, if you showed Wedding Singer to people living in the 80s, they'd be like, this is outrageous, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. Whereas, if, like, the way it's filmed, like, I don't know. No, I, 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 what you're saying, I think, is that it was, it could have been from the 80s. Yeah. It could have been a piece of media from the 80s, and we wouldn't have known the difference. Obviously, we would, the camera, like, the film quality is different. But, like... Right. And that's the thing, too, is, like, the film quality because when you see people they're like it's an 80s movie but you're like it's so polished and so hd now that you're like i understand that it's taking place in the 80s but it doesn't feel like i'm watching an 80s movie because it doesn't have that bad camera not bad camera but like older camera feel of it of film and you know yeah i don't know i i I feel like I, I we're gonna have our first disagreement here um, on on our podcast because I I think um, no it is fine that's what we're supposed to do it's all of this peacekeeping crap it's over it's I'm sure over. there'll be lots of comments yeah but I think um, I think the 80s is very crucial to Stranger Things because mm-hmm. the whole lab and the whole fact that the lab is there is because it's a post Cold War. Right. Like, like it had to have, there wouldn't have been a lab in any other time period that would have been built up like that. Right. Um, so I guess to me, like, that's a huge, like the Matthew Modine aspect of it, like, it just made sense because it 
happened there. To me, Dark is the show that the 80s is not the character, but the 80s is a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because time is the character in Dark. Right, yeah. Like, just time in general is the character. Um, But I I was going to mention Dark, because I think Dark does the 80s really well. Mm -hmm. um, Because it's very subtle. Yeah. But it's also very German, too. And I feel like Germany in the 80s was very... 80s i mean i remember <laughs> going to germany in 90 what year was it i was a junior in high school so that was 97 uh-huh. yeah summer of 97 i went to germany and we're talking it's it's weird because when i went there i felt like oh my god the berlin wall wall fell when i was a kid now i'm mm-hmm. a teenager but it's like no the berlin wall fell eight years ago <laughs> you know what i mean like right, it's still right. like people are still like you like you could tell when we went into East Berlin, even though you could go freely, it looked different, and it looked very much like dark, where the buildings were very Soviet, were just very cold mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. So I mean, that's why I really liked about dark too, is because the buildings looked that way, and then the way that they used Nina in it with um, her song, or it's the band Nina, but ninety nine Luftballon. Well, not that, but they, oh. that's, she does, yeah, that's their most famous song, yeah. but they use the, um, oh, it's in German, it's, I think it's called Anywhere, Everywhere, or something like that mm. in English, but it's like the one song that's playing on the headphones oh, when, he, right. when Mikkel disappears or whatever. Anyway. Um, so I'm looking at a list. So these movies are set in the 80s, but you don't really, Donnie Darko oh, yeah. is in the 80s, but that doesn't, I don't know, it's very subtle. I yeah. think. Um, and Joker. Did you see Joker? I didn't. <gasps> I didn't. I mean, the thing with though with Joker is that it's good. I liked it. It's interesting. And I'm like, I don't know how this fits, if it's going to fit in with the rest or if this is just a thing. Because the ending is very like, huh? But um, it's, it's, it's very dirty and grungy. You know, yeah. it's that kind of like you just ooh, everything is just kind of sweaty and like, you know, it doesn't show this kind of where I, I think a lot of 80s movies show a really like clean and yeah. polished atmosphere. You know, everything's where it shows kind of like this grungy kind of New York living. It reminds me of because I, I watched I've seen like parts of it. So like I know the aesthetic yeah. you're talking about. It reminds yeah. me of Adventures in Babysitting. And the way they showed Chicago. Right. Um, where it's just very, like, rough, and there's mm-hmm. steam coming up from this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right, just right. like, um, which, I mean, let's talk about Avengers of Babysitting. I think when they redid, did you see the remake? No. Yeah. I didn't it, either. I just read about it, and I was like, no, I'm not watching this. It was like a Disney. Yeah, it was a Disney. Channel thing, right? Yeah. I mean, they can't. You can't do it. You can't. You won't. Um, I love Adventures of Babysitting. But that's another one where it's... Actually, I think there's where you've got teens and kids mixed mm-hmm. together. So, Which, I mean, yeah. they did that before. They did that in the Goonies. Um, right. But, like... But, yeah. It's like, here they are in a group. They don't... I mean... It's another one-night-only movie, which I love. Yeah. Oh, I love it. In the, a matter of hours. Yeah. Because, you know, they leave at sunrise and then... Or sunset, sunrise. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, it's a group of kids kind of doing it. They have some adult assistance, but it's not great. No. I don't know. But what else? What, go on with your list. So Donnie Darko took place. You didn't really know what else. I mean, it does. I mean, you know, because they do use. I mean, they're one that uses an '80s soundtrack. Tears for Fears really well. Um. Yeah. They use Tears for Fears. They use, um, oh God. Well, they use Mad World, but they don't don't use use the Tears for Fears version. Yeah. But they use the, I was standing, you know that song? You were there. Yeah, I love that song. Um, Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello. I can't believe that. (laughs) I love Watchmen, and I, like, I love the show as well. Oh, did you watch the the HBO show? Yeah. 
I watched I the whole it. thing. I thought it yes. was fantastic. I loved it. Absolutely. I loved Watchmen movie mm-hmm. and I loved the show. And I what I loved about the movie was that because it was a comic book 80s, it just it looked like a comic book yeah. in the 80s. Like it just looked like it looked the visuals <laughs> were so comic booky but also very 80s at the same time. Like even as subtle as like um, Patrick Wilson and like his glasses and like his mm-hmm. whole like outfit when he was all like fat and sad. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just thought like that whole scene where um, what's her butt goes and sees him and like they'll go out to dinner and stuff like that to remind me very much of 200 cigarettes where it's like nighttime mm-hmm. cityscape, cold eighties. But yeah, Watchmen's great. I love Watchmen, which I know is not a popular opinion. No, but. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but yeah, I like I, I saw it in the theater when it first came out. I've seen parts of it. Probably we've watched parts of it. Yeah. But I haven't sat and watched it. Um It's worth it's, doing if you yeah. you log if you log into my I own it on Apple, so mm. <laughs> You have my credentials. Don't tell <laughs> Apple that. Um did you see Bumblebee? I didn't. Was that eighties? It's, it's really good. Uh yeah. Apparently it was. Um, no, it is. It's, yeah, it's an 80s, but it's, you know. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. That's our, I think, every Bumblebee time. Tuna. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. I saw Ace Ventura when Nature Calls in the theater with my mother. <laughs> no! No! With my mother. And it was, that scene when he comes out of the rhino, oh my uh, god. Naked. That's like oh the, my god. But that's like the one scene I remember that. And then when he's like, um, like throwing up in those baby birds' mouth. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's interesting, going back to Jaws 2 and the trauma you experienced, Ace Ventura 2 spoofs a scene that traumatized me, which is the opening of Cliffhanger. (gasps) Oh, God. The opening of Cliffhanger, (laughs) I mean, I could, like, it was so disturbing. Her face, when her hand is slipping, it's just the, the real, oh, God, I'm getting chills thinking about it. Like, it is just. She yells. I don't want to die. I know. Like, <laughs> and I think of that situation because I think we're the same where we put ourselves yes. in these situations. We can't just separate it and be like, oh, that sucks for that lady. Or empath. You think, yeah, you are like, what if that was me? And then that little, little Snoopy falls and then <laughs> they're all just, wa- and the husband's like watching and there's nothing. Oh, God. Ugh. Because not even like her, but like, what if that was somebody you knew? And you're oh just my like, God. What do I do? Oh, that Ugh. movie. That, I remember watching like the first, I think, remember when like pay-per-view was a thing and the mm-hmm. first 15 minutes would be un, unscrambled. Yeah. I think I watched it on that <laughs> and was like, nope, I don't need to see this. I don't need to see Janine Turner or whatever her name was coming up from Northern Exposure. Oh, poor thing. In that movie. Uh, but it wasn't her. She was something else. But yeah. Go on. What other um, movies? Uh, oh, I thought you had a list down. in front of you. I did. I'm looking at that list I sent you earlier. You sent me a Planet list? Terror? Planet Terror? Is that set in the 80s? Um, No, it's not. It says it is, John. Planet Terror? <laughs> You know, with the machine gun foot. Well, it can't be because the tw- <laughs> there are characters in Death Proof that are in Planet Terror playing the right. same characters, and Death Proof does not take place in the 80s. <laughs> and that's that. And that's my <laughs> final word. Did you ever see It Follows? I did. Did you not like Once. it? It was okay. I thought it was really creepy. I thought the idea of it was really... It was one of those films that there was a certain person who really wanted me to see it. And when this person wanted me to see things, I automatically didn't want to see it. Yep. So that's part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) You automatically want to be like, it wasn't that great. I know you liked it a lot, but it wasn't that. The same person who ruined Buffy the Vampire Slayer for me. <laughs> really sad because I feel like I would have really liked Buffy. Uh, I don't know if I would have really liked the show. I love the movie. Yeah, 
the show. Um, I just never really liked though. Even when I was a kid, even before I met this person, yeah, um, I didn't like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So. I yeah, I never was. I got into it at one point near the end, and I watched a lot of it. But at the, I just I missed a lot of it. It wasn't. I didn't. I was doing other things at the time. Yeah, because that was like when I went to college, and I didn't really watch a lot of TV at the time because I was, you know, drinking. Yeah, um, <laughs> studying. I know. Pfft. No. <laughs> studying. <laughs> For a theater major? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice try. Studying the the bottle. Good God. You know. Um. Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. That's another one that's like, it's the 80s. Look how weird it was. I didn't see it. Uh... I mean, it it's they go it's you know like the the ski movies you know right. they do a big spoof of that. I think you know a lot of these, you know, they always kind of have to you know with like ones like Wedding Singer where it's like the eighties where they just have to really show the difference, and I think they go out of their way to show the difference and how you know how weird it was then. You know, yeah. there's always that kind of wink of it was weird. To live there, you know, where it's not like it was the 80s. This is how we lived. They have to be like, it was the 80s. They did crazy things like wear these clothes and they, you know, yeah, they had phones on a wall and, you know, they. this is what they did. You know, I think there's always that kind of commentary. And then some don't really have that, like, you know, like the Stranger Things or it. They don't have that commentary of of the difference of life now and then, you know? Yeah. So I think, you know, that's... Well, I mean, I feel like, you know, we, we've covered a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, these, of these films and TV shows and given our opinions and rambled, but <laughs> ultimately... <yours. laughs> what's that? Yeah, what do you guys all think? I mean, yeah. I think... I love the 80s, obviously. I was, you know, born in 81. Like, I grew up in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll always be a fan of seeing it in media. Um, Wonder Woman 84, again, was a fine movie. Don't think it needed to be called 84 or to call out that it was being yeah. taking place in the 80s. It would have been better had they not done that, but... I mean, it wouldn't have changed anything, but it, it just... It, yeah. I mean... But if... If you're listening to this and you want some good recommendations of actual 80s movies that a lot of these movies try to emulate, some of the most underrated films that I think you need to see would be Better Off Dead, mm-hmm. One Crazy Summer, which are both um, John Cusack films. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you're out there and seeing the classics like Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles, Adventures in Babysitting we mentioned. That's another mm-hmm. one that I think Troop a lot Early of people Hills. heard of. But yeah, True Beverly yeah. Hills. To really get a sense of what these movies are trying to recreate, you can just right. go to the source. And Working Girl, of course, is my ultimate. Oh, of course. If yeah. you haven't seen Working Girl, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. Go see Working Girl. So next time, we'll be talking about something different, and we'll, get a, <laughs> we'll, we'll have that as a catalyst to have us go on tangents again next time. Stay. Come back. <laughs> Enjoy. You want to say anything else to our listeners as we leave? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm all talked out. I'm done. Awesome. We'll be talking for the rest of the day. <laughs> Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>